Hey, welcome to the Preacher Pod. This is a podcast about the mountaintop experiences as well as all those battles we have with Satan down in the valleys of our life. I'm your host, Robin Sigers, and I'm here with my co-host and partner in crime, Jamie Sigers, my wife. We want to share with you about our experiences in ministry, family, and life. I have been around for a long time, and I've witnessed a lot of stuff, and I've told Jamie all about it so she knows what I'm talking about, (laughs) and we've learned over these years how great it is to live for God and for what God can do for you in your life, and so we want to share with you on our podcast what we've learned and what you can learn from all of our experiences. Hey, good afternoon there, girl. How you hello, doing? Hello, hello. I'm all right. Oh, good, good. Well, hey, everybody, we want to we want to kind of continue talking to you right now. This has come along, uh, talking about uh, our cancer experience about seven weeks ago. Uh, there was a lump on my neck, and I immediately went to the doctor and had it checked out. Could tell right away that uh, it was probably not going to be an infection from somewhere, although I've had a lot of trouble with my uh, tonsils in the past. But that's not what it was. He immediately uh, sent me to get an ultrasound. The ultrasound was inconclusive, so then they did a, a biopsy of it. They did and a CAT scan. They did a CAT scan, mm-hmm. yeah, and then a biopsy of mm-hmm. it. But when the biopsy came back then, uh, it came back uh, confirming the diagnosis that uh, that I have cancer. And so, uh, but I feel pretty good. You so, do. yeah, I mean, I've, I've enjoyed things, and, and we've, uh, we took, last week was a pretty stressful week. We had six or seven appointments with doctors and getting ready and everything and plans were changed in the middle of all that we had to go to kansas city and and stuff and that's where we're going back tomorrow uh but before we get to there uh i want to i want to share a little uh, funny story with you we because the week was so stressful uh i I decided uh, jamie needs to get away a little bit just to go somewhere (laughs) and uh so we went to our a uh, place where we usually go uh, to Branson, Missouri. I did everybody did. else in the office says because I'm an old man and retired, and that's where I go. So yes, uh, so we took off for there. So the fun thing was Sunday afternoon after church, uh, we listened to Carterville, mm-hmm. and uh, so we uh, we went golfing. One of one of the favorite things that we like to do there. Now Jamie doesn't golf, but your job is what, hun? I get to be the driver of the golf cart. She's the driver of the golf the navigator. cart. Navigator. The navigator. She knows how to look at the GPS and let me know where we're at and yeah. how far away I have. The regular uh, little caddy. 25 yards to the pin. Oh, yeah. She knows all of that. Yeah. And then uh, sometimes uh, I will do a lot of walking, trying to get in my steps for the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were on hole number three at a place called Thousand Hills Golf Course. Yes. And uh, I had a good drive. Went and hit a good shot, second shot. And really I was good. up next to the green. And yeah. Jamie had come. She'd uh, come to pick me up there in the fairway. and. Mm-hmm. So we're heading up, and she's uh, going along the path out of the out of the golf course, out of the fairway, up a pretty good uh, incline and hill, probably about thirty feet up it. And I just happened to look over to the left, thinking I should tell her maybe we should go over there, but mm. I didn't. You didn't. Uh, so I take full blame for what happens after this. Well, we're about, we, uh, yeah, go ahead. We're about telling them about three quarters of the way up this little hill, and I could tell it had been enough carts had gone over it that it was like a path and. They were placed with mud. It was a place for mud because it had rained on uh, the two days before that. And so we started to spin, not going anywhere. Mm -mm. And so I immediately did. I hopped out of the cart, got behind it, Mm -hmm. and started pushing. And we began to make progress. A little bit. But what were you thinking? Because you obviously thought we were not going to make any more progress. No, it just didn't seem like it was going anywhere. And so I was trying 
I thought I was trying to keep pushing on the gas and get out and help push also up the hill. Well, without thinking, I'm I'm pushing and we are we are gaining. We're moving, and I'm thinking in my mind, okay, we're gonna we're gonna do this. This is uh, you know, we get up here on the cart path. It's about five feet away now. We were almost there, almost. And so I'm looking down, you know, thinking and pushing the cart, and then all of a sudden the cart just stopped. Did and I actually did not keep my foot on the gas pedal. No. I was completely out of the, the cart, cart, and we were both trying to push, push I look a billion-pound cart. <laughs> up How much? How much was that? A lot. It was a lot. Just, you have been around was, me way too long. I think you said a billion pounds. I did. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was very stupid of me to do no, that. Yeah, no. it really was. <laughs> <laughs> well, I so. look over there. I, all of a sudden, the cart stops, and so I mean, I've, I've got my head down pushing. And I look over, and there's Jamie helping me. Uh, and, and, of course, uh, I knew <laughs> this is not going to be good because nobody's driving the cart. Mm. And you did not What's put... What's happened to the navigator? Yeah, yeah where is that navigator? Oh, well, the cart begins to roll backwards against mm. us. Uh, you, you made a smart move. You jumped, jumped out of the out way. Of the way. Uh, you, however, held on and I kept going on. backwards down the hill, rolling trying, down this hill, yelling and screaming the whole time. Whoa, I'm not really? going to even <laughs> say. Watch. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I was. I know that I put my head down. I was running harder than you've ever seen me I, run. Probably. I know it was fast. It, it was, was well. Let's <laughs> let's say I was running hard. Let's don't call that fast. <laughs> I had hip surgery. I had my hip replaced 11 years ago, and that's the fastest I've run since that time. I think so. That's for sure. Yeah. I was running but down long. You had your there. hand on the wheel, right? Well, no, not yet, not yet. I, I, I mean, thought, I, I'm, I'm, my mind just went blank. Yeah, no, I, I'm running along next to the cart, and I think I've got to. If I can just jump up in the cart, you know, then I'll be able to uh, put the brakes on mm-hmm. and everything like that. Well, I uh, jumped up in the seat, and immediately the cart kind of turned uh, and. <laughs> It threw me out. I did grab a hold of the little rail oh, that you hold on to there next to you. There's a rail, uh, you know, and I grabbed a hold of it, and I'm falling out. And this is only in seconds. This is not as long as we're telling. It's in like, seconds. Where is seconds. my can my phone? You wanted all your of phone, this. yeah, because you could take pictures of this or a video. video. Of this. Uh, but I'm thinking a couple things go through my mind. Number one, I'm thinking I'm going to buy a three thousand dollar golf cart <laughs> before this day is over because I don't know where this thing's going to end up. This is a hill. So I don't know where we're going to end up, and uh, it. Uh, I kind of I hang on. I'm hanging on to this rail mm-hmm. while it's dragging me down the golf course, mm-hmm. uh, down the hill, and then all of a sudden it hits the. There's a sand trap sand in trap. the middle yep. of the fairway, a fairway trap. Yep. And it hits this sand trap. Now the other thing I thought about instantly there was I look down into the sand trap and I go, "Hey, look, deer tracks. Deer oh. have been here." <laughs> And about that time, the cart stopped. I just fall into the sand trap, roll over on my back, looking at the sky and yes. going, oh, man. So uh, and he was thinking, where is that navigator? Where's the navigator? But I did tell the navigator, here's the lesson that we learned today. Uh, if this ever happens again to you, what do you do? Um, I think stay, I blocked, I think I blocked all of that, that out. out. Stay in the cart. Oh, so yeah, that's it. Stay in if, the cart. If you're listening today, uh, tonight, and uh, you're wondering if you find yourself in the driver's seat of a golf cart and it's not going up and someone hops out, don't hop out to help. You just stay right. there and drive the yeah. cart. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we would have made it. We were five feet away. So close. Yeah, we were so close. So close. So that's what but happened. you wouldn't have had this really funny 
funny story. Funny story. Yeah. Well, it's funny to us. We're laughing. Funny. And actually, within a few minutes, you're like, it's okay. You can laugh. Yeah. Because I was just inside, like, could not believe that just happened. And you're dirty from head to toe. Oh, man, I was muddy. And we were only on, what, hole three? Yes. Yeah. The hole three. And then it got got even even a little more dicey later. It did. Yeah. All the rain that kept coming. Oh yeah! It, it, all of a sudden, it just the weather changed. It dropped it was, ten degrees yeah. in like thirty minutes. The sun was shining when this all happened, and then about four holes or five holes later, everything changed yeah. on us. We were really trying yeah. to be upbeat about it, positive yeah. about it, keep moving, keep going. I felt yeah. like the biggest jerk ever, <laughs> but you were. You were not. You were, really you were not kind the biggest jerk about it. And well, thank you. Yeah. So. Well, there was nothing. Nothing hurt. We made it. And uh, I wasn't at first. Big bruise. On I got your a bruise arm. on my arm. I I hurt my hurt thumb. Your thumb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, nothing <laughs> happened. But <laughs> otherwise, I'm doing okay. So that's kind of what the weekend was. That's where yeah. we got started right there. But we want to come back. We want to talk about uh, you know tomorrow. tomorrow. Uh, this is the night before uh, tomorrow. I have surgery, but. Uh, we still want to help. We want to talk to you about going through the hard times, the trials of life, whatever it is. It could be. You know, raising your children, as we talk about that, sometimes, man, that is so stressful and so hard. Uh, we see so many people today. We have friends of our own uh, that have been in the hospital because of the COVID uh, stuff that goes on. And, of course, uh, tomorrow where we're going to be up at Kansas City, Kansas at KU Medical Center, there are going to be two other families from Webb City here up there. Uh, for various reasons tomorrow in the same hospital. So there's a lot of people going through hard things right yes. now. Yeah. We, we realize it's not just us. No, no, so many. And and we feel that, uh, you know, God has called us to go through this. We want you to know that message that God is constantly using you and your, your faith in him uh, to shine the light. What we have seen uh, throughout our experiences of life as we talk about going through those valleys is that, mm. People really don't pay attention to you when you're winning. I know. They don't. They don't. No. I mean, you know, we, we come from a place where, uh, you know, very sports-minded here in southwest Missouri and winning, winning, winning. But uh, people in life, when you're always victorious, they are usually envious of you or they they want to judge you and, and put you down. And uh, But, boy, when you are in the valley, yeah. you have an opportunity to do something that you cannot do from the, you know, from the mountaintop. Well, and actually, you you aren't doing it. I no. mean, that's the one thing that I I daily have felt is that um, I I feel like quicksand is underneath yeah. me, or I you know shifting sand. I I don't even know really how to describe it, but it's like you have absolutely zero control of mm-hmm. what's going on yeah. in your life. So, and we've talked about that a lot. I mean, yeah. in the ministry uh, that I've been involved in for the past uh, forty five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, you you just so often come to that where life is out of control. And in ministry, you're working with people all the time in that situation. Then when it comes to you, there's the test. God is using us to yeah. show what, here's what I want you to do. So again, uh, you know, today as you're driving, as you're listening to this, uh, we want to try to help you in a couple of areas. Like I said, this is not just, uh, you know, dealing with cancer are dealing with sickness in hospital, their relationships right now. Some of you are having a hard time in a marriage or a relationship, and uh, maybe divorce is pending or you've been through divorce. Uh, you're dealing with a hard thing at work. You're going through something there that you're going to have to uh, 
make some decisions and face some things or again with family some things are happening there that uh, boy you just can't see a light at the end of the tunnel Mm -hmm. and so there's some things that we have noticed and especially if you're listening as a, a married couple or you have you know, relationship, or you're going to someday. I mean, you're going to be involved in something someday. Uh, we want to mention a couple of things, something that we have seen and witnessed in other people's lives, and that is, first of all, working on communication. Yes, absolutely. It is so vital It is to work on your communication because we see that with so many people when we have the opportunity to talk to them. And this is something we talk to uh, couples getting married. Mm-hmm. One of the big things is learning uh, and working on communication with each other. So, uh, you know, that's that's something that we have worked hard on. And uh, if anything else, it's it's what is helping us get through this together. It's a yeah. communication level. Yeah. And you, you have to remember to be considerate of one another because you are likely not going to cope or handle uh, whatever you might be facing like your spouse or your loved one that mm-hmm. you're involved with. And so yeah. it's it's appreciating someone for who they are and recognizing that and loving them mm-hmm. through that. Yeah. Uh, one of the things you used to always tell couples, young couples, were was, um, sorry, my, my mouth is just not functioning correctly tonight. <laughs> but, um, it's probably that <clears throat> golf cart messed you up. That golf cart, yeah. Um, now I've lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Young oh, couples. Outser- yeah. outserve each other. Yeah. You... Your goal should be mm. it to outserve your spouse. Yeah. And by that, you know, not that it makes it a competition. I don't no, mean that. But. but it shouldn't oh you always should always be thinking, Oh, what am I gonna get from this? Or, you know, uh, he gets to do that, so then I get to go do this or mm. whatever. I mean, we've never functioned that way, no. I don't feel like. No, in that, you know, one of the things that, that we're so thankful for, the reason that you know, this last week was very stressful. It was very hard. I, you know, I want you to speak to that for yourself here in a second. But, you know, we uh, what what we were able to do is is the past experience of communication that we've had over the last twenty five years of of just communicating mm-hmm. with each other and talking with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and of course, it doesn't always mean when you're going through a stressful time, you you always want to know a spouse or or a friend if you've got someone, a family member. Uh, as I said, someone at work that you you want you want them to talk, mm-hmm. but they don't want to talk right now. Right. And we've we have learned give each other a little bit of space, yeah. a little bit of time. But then we understand that we have to come back and we've got to share what our hearts are, what we're right. going through. Right. And uh, you know, last week <clears throat> one of the things that we talked about was how this was affecting you as as plans were changing. Mm-hmm. You know, for my uh, you know prognosis and what the plan is going to do it it, it flipped on us and what we we're going to do it and did we literally went from being told one thing one day to almost polar opposite the the next mm-hmm. time we saw that doctor yeah. and um it it really made me angry mm-hmm. i was very angry and had to um deal with that myself and and confess a lot to the lord how angry i was mm-hmm. about the situation I'm not that I was angry at God. No. Um, I trust God implicitly in this, but I felt like the, um, you know, the doctor that we were talking to, I didn't understand how they could change from one one day to the next, basically what they wanted to do for no. you. And so that was frustrating to no. me and yeah. it made me angry. And I, 
I probably actually owe him an apology the next time I see him because you if looks could kill, he would not be alive any longer. Yeah. Well, so. which, which uh, our children would go, oh, man, he oh, met he, he met our mom. All righty. He made her mad. <laughs> um, so, you know, through all of this, I am definitely having to learn and work on being patient and um, learn how to process anger um, and things like that. This is not anything I've ever dealt with. And mm-hmm, so sure. um, and I do have to have time. You're yeah. right. I, I am that person that I have to be able to think things through my mind. And and I've had lots of people, very thoughtful, kind-hearted people asking me how I feel or how my heart is or what's going on, you know, with me personally. Yeah. yeah. And um, I don't really know how to explain it to them. Yeah. Um, other than it just, life feels upside down. Sure. And, um, confusing yeah. and my faith is not shaken in the no. Lord. I just don't really know how I'm supposed to respond Spons, because yeah. it changes constantly. Yeah. And I'm yeah. the kind of person that I like to plan ahead Yeah, and there is not any planning ahead for this. And oh, so yeah. and it's learning to trust God more yeah. and just know that he's going to guide yeah. us the right way. Yeah, this is, this is one of those times that, uh, uh Van and Tammy Benson, the, the, uh, motive matters mm-hmm. the color code stuff give a shout out to them yeah. that uh you know they're coaching through the times that we have been participants or that we have sponsored uh those uh seminars where other people get to come in uh you know yes uh, it's uh if you have that person in your life you realize that as a as a blue probably which which you are and I, i'm blue that's my secondary but that's your number one color right that uh you know but processing Steven, whenever planning. i'm under stress yeah. that pushes me into red red because you're Cause red I'm blue yeah. red and yeah. so then i'm yeah yeah and what the doctors were doing was they uh one doctor as we we talked he said well let me call he made a phone call then he at least came back in and said hey well we are debating basically we had an argument mm-hmm. over the phone about you mm-hmm. and uh, we both have opinions strong opinions of how we want to do this but he said i am going to when when the other doctor explained himself he said he's going to call back up to KU to make sure he understands but i'm going to go with him on this so you know they were actually saying that uh i he was willing to say i'm going to change my idea for you to go along with him right now and so when we finally got to meet with that doctor and he had called then that kind of you know, shed some more light on the situation and, and, uh, in, in the, just the plan, uh, everybody, every doctor we have has said, we're going to beat this, mm-hmm. you know, you're, uh, you're healthy, you're physically healthy and ready to go do this. And so, uh, you know, that's helped, that's helped my mindset in that yeah. to keep going that way and to thinking that way. Uh, but you know, what made the difference for us though, through this is to be able to communicate yes, and, and talk. Yep. about it because that is something we have always done and we try to share that again you know when you're dealing with someone a spouse or a co-worker someone that you're having to help or listen to or even confront you have got to build a bridge of communication together I agree. and as a married couples so we share that with you for you married couples out there, it it has got to be it's long term yeah if you don't just go on autopilot no, when you get to you know. Yeah, so we've seen so many, so many years down the do road. Yeah. It can't be that because yeah. then you do have really hard things that happen and you don't know how to cope. Yeah, because you and. haven't been talking about <laughs> things for years. I mean, you've just been you've been surface things. Right. You've been talking about that. You haven't talked about the deep right. things. Well, and I, it goes back to what we said last time too. 
you know, we both know each other uh, are in the word. Yes. And we, every morning, God has been preparing us for this. In the word, every morning, our own studies, our own reading, and what we are doing together, uh, you know, makes a world of difference. So yeah. uh, that, that has uh, been a big plus uh, for us. So, you know, you had some scripture there you were going to read. I'm trying to find it while oh, okay. you're talking to me, oh. so keep talking. Okay, well, what are you looking for there? The one that I wrote on my hand this morning. Oh, yeah. I come in this morning, and Jamie had gotten up at our regular time. I went ahead this time and took a shower. She went in, and she took a shower. First of all, she went on in to the uh, kitchen, dining room area, sitting at the table reading. I come in and sit down. She just looks at me, and uh, she prayed a little bit. I read, uh, was reading and doing some devotion and communicating with the guys I do devotions with. In the morning time, she just looks at me, and then very seriously, she says, I'm getting a tattoo. Well, I, you know, that was... You probably already know where this is at, and I'm just looking and looking. Uh, people, that was a shocker for kids when they hear this. No, they're all going to be going, wait a minute. don't let my kids listen to this. Mom, what? No. She says she's going to get a tattoo, and I am too. I, I am shocked know. too, because... I don't know. Maybe that's, I'll change uh, That's something uh, that she's never it, said. You so. can't find it. Well, we'll get it for the next podcast. I don't know where it is. Yeah, you You, do. Remember, you just held up your hand. You held up your hand and read this to me. I read it to you. Yeah. It's when um, the friends brought their friend. Oh, in in, in Luke, the the fifth chapter, that one? That's where it is. Oh, now you're going to go over there. And, you know, it's not like I know that. It's because I, I've preached Whatever. that in the last Whatever. in the last year. We're going through Luke at Carterville, which okay. is a plug. There you go. Go. I won't plug Carterville. Go ahead. No, I still didn't find it. Okay, I'll plug Carterville. You can you can listen to us, see us live every Sunday morning at 9 o'clock, 1030 uh, at CartervilleChristian.com. And download our app. So you can do that. We're getting close to getting close to the end of the yeah. podcast here. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. I was in like three different Yo, books whoa, this yeah. morning. I'm sorry. And people, I'm telling you, this lady uh, is no. all kinds of devotional, mm-hmm. all kinds of reading, all kinds of writing. Mm-hmm. I just figured that. And I haven't had a journal for about four days. I know. Days I know. Me, it's killing you. I ordered you a journal. I I'm like, but I want it now. now. So I thought this morning when she showed me her hand, oh my word, that journal's not here yet. And she's gone writing to on writing hand. on her hand. So. Well, you know, these guys, Jesus basically told these guys uh, he that told he, the, was, he told, told the man he was forgiven. My child, you are forgiven given. of your yeah, sins. That's right. And that's what you wanted to be reminded of. That's what of. I want every day to be reminded. I'm, I'm forgiven, forgiven of my sins. Yeah. Because so, I have to repent a lot, lot. <laughs> for my mouth and my attitude. Oh. Oh. I'm just being honest, folks. Yeah, well, honesty is good for the soul. But, okay, we we want you to learn out there. Uh, we are not perfect, nope. and uh, not even close. This uh, this is very stressful, and but we uh, we know that God is in control, mm-hmm. and uh, that is maybe the last thing to remind you today. As we started out with that, is that a disciple, uh, an apprentice of Jesus, a follower of Jesus? Uh, we've got to let Him have control mm-hmm. of our lives, and in the valleys or on the mountaintops. You know, to let him have control and realize that he wants to hear our plans mm-hmm. and he wants us to plan, yep. but he's going to direct our steps yep. in those plans. And uh, you've got to learn to communicate with someone, communicate uh, with God. Uh, I think that's a, another huge thing that uh, you have got to focus on in prayer to do that. 
so tomorrow we will be leaving uh, very early yep. uh, in the morning to go to Kansas City, Kansas. Yes. I will have a, a, a surgery where they are going to uh, basically take me in for surgery, uh, give me anesthesia so yeah, that I will do a biopsy. Yeah, do a biopsy of my tonsil because really so far we have not they have not pinpointed even after a PET scan. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have not uh, pinpointed the primary source of my cancer. Right. And so they're hoping, I think figures like 99%, we believe it's right here, but we won't know. So we want to do one more biopsy of the tonsil to see that. And then chances are, as he said, then we will robotically remove both of my tonsils. Mm-hmm. So uh, that will happen tomorrow morning, which, you know, our prayer is, is that, uh, this will uh, be where it's at, and we can start the recovery. We can start the work on uh, getting this taken care of. Mm-hmm. Now, and then that will mean in two or three weeks they can start radiation, radiation, so. and uh, <clears throat> possible chemotherapy. But for both of those, we're hoping is that what this means now is it won't be as drastic on me. That part won't be so. They'll know more where to put it. Yeah, or yeah. point it. Point I guess. it. The radiation it. and, yeah. and the the chemo. The the drug medicine that, mm-hmm. to take care of it. So uh, we'll be doing that. So. Hey, I'm your biggest fan. You know that, right? Well, I know that. Yeah. I know that. So I'm going to fight, and we're going to do this yeah. uh, together. And we're going to keep you up on what's going on. Yes, you can follow uh, me on Facebook. Jamie doesn't have Facebook, no. but I do. You can follow me. I'll try to let you know better uh, of what's going on with there. But we're going to do more podcasts, going to talk about you know, what's going on here. I hope you'll share this with a friend, share this with someone that's going through a hard time in their life. These last two, especially the journey of cancer here with us and, and, uh, what we're doing here, uh, you know, what the preacher pod is all about, uh, to be able to listen to those. And as we talk about, uh, through this whole time family, uh, we're probably going to be interviewing some of our children that are out there yep. and telling you some more stories about raising a large family. So share this, uh, where on your social media page, uh, on your Instagram page, on your Facebook page, share this with people, follow us, uh, all of that, so that uh, we can uh, get the word out there and stuff. So, yeah, you know, you know, as I always do, you know, we come to the end of one of these. What I uh, always try to do is uh, just ask that big question. Hey, what are you fixing me for supper tonight? Well, wait a how minute. About, uh, wait a minute. How about... Uh, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. You're fixing me Chick-fil-A? Yeah, yeah, because if you throw that up, you won't really mind. Oh, she's worried I'm going to throw something up. Nope. If I throw up Chick-fil-A, I'm not going to care about that at all. Oh, come on. I like Chick-fil-A. Oh, gosh. Hey, everybody. Share it. We'll see you next week. I'll be whispering on here, but we'll talk to you again (laughs) about life. We'll see you later.